Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. So welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. Today's topic well, to the title of today is when all you feel is behind. Sometimes it's not just a day or a week, is it? It's an eternal feeling that you are never quite catching up with where you think you should be. Now, there's two, two sides to this coin. There's the side where you know there are there is stuff to do and you're just behind doing it, probably because we've overestimated how much time we've actually got available to to do certain things and then there's another time when you are looking at the journey ahead of you and all you feel is behind where you think you should be so Anka um, I'd love you to start off with and you know is there um, a story or is there a client that you've worked with or a feeling that you've had when you've been in that situation when it wasn't just about some tasks and we'll deal with that in a moment but where it was like all you felt was behind (laughs) yeah yeah totally (laughs) well like well you know what the funny thing is what pops to mind you know I there's there's plenty of um client stories that pop to mind where my observation is yes they tend to feel behind and my questions always like compared to what right so there is this part of well who makes up the the the, like the the guideline like who makes up the milestone or the, the deadline or like who says how long something should take you know so that's usually the first thing um, that I would encourage people to question. Now, the, the funny, the thing that makes me laugh at this is that when it, when I think of my own situations, well, that's not true. Like, you know, when it's me, then it's obviously, you know, they're obviously starting their times. And so the feeling of behind is definitely uh, a challenging one, right? So because you can go down a rabbit hole really quickly, you know, it comes, and I think that's why we hate it so much when we feel behind, because it comes with, am I good enough? And comes with doubt, or am I going to let people down? And, you know, like all the stuff, wherever you go with it. Um, and none of that is a reflection of your capability or of your progress, or, you know, and you'll find there'll be moments where you you know, where you're behind and you're feeling just fine and there'll be other moments where you kind of wish you could just throw it all in. And then, so, you know, welcome to the roller coaster of life, I'd say. 
comes to mind. I love it. The thing that comes to mind is two, two places I want to go with this, which is the first one is around what's communicated when we are communicating to ourselves that we're behind or potentially if some if there's a, a pressure on the outside that somebody else might be communicating that they think we're behind and, and what's really going on with behind that communication um and the second part of that is how do you know like when that's kind of being triggered so that you can be aware of it sooner and start to make new and more powerful decisions to to change that. So the first thing it took me right back, I mean, this is a really interesting topic for me because one of the reasons why I went into such a state of urgency and why I was a bit of a fast track person for so long happened when I was about 17 years old. I was in the music, uh, my my mum's sort of room that we had the piano in, and I was about 17 years old, and I was doing some singing practice. Um, and I remember my mum coming in, and I can't even remember the reason now, but she came in to get something, I think, and I was singing, and I'd always stop. You stop when somebody else comes in the room because it's like your private space. And she looked at me, and she was communicating. I mean, I've worked this one out now, but... She was communicating maybe her seeing me, seeing my potential and her the potential that she didn't bring out in herself. And she looked at me and she said, um, the thing is about you, Angela, is, and you know that there's always a problem coming when somebody <laughs> says that to you. The thing about you, Angela, is um, the thing about you, Angela, is that you you're brilliant at what you do, but you let everybody pass you by. Now, what that, I know, uh, ouch, if you're listening, if when that, when something of that nature is communicated to you, it's taken, it took me years to let go of the label that I needed to, to be in some best competition with everybody else in the world. And unless I was at the, the top of the tree all the time, that somehow I had failed. It, and I had not reached my potential. And I think it was this idea of reaching your potential. And this can come along with what's communicated when all we feel is behind. So I lived with that for many, many years, but it was such an unconscious thorn in my side. You might have your little kind of words that have been said to you that have, have created that level of communication at a sub, subconscious level. But the the trigger was that I always felt like I was driving myself. So if you've, if you've ever, this feeling of all you feel is behind is because somewhere underneath it, there is this need to succeed and there is this need to keep driving yourself because where you are is simply not good enough. Where you are is simply where you are. It's like you say to me all the time, you know, don't judge the haircut by the silver foils in your hair because you're going to be bitterly disappointed when you're mid, <laughs> mid haircut, as it were. But that's the place, isn't it? If we're judging it by the words that have been said to us, the narrative and the communication that we have pulled into our world, sometimes through no fault of our own or some misunderstanding or misinterpretation, we'll be running the wrong race. And we will be feeling behind all of the time. And yet we'll have actually no idea where we truly really are, you know, on our own route to the to the summit of whatever it is, and mixing loads of metaphors here. But so 
I think it's around either what's being communicated to you that creates a sense of urgency or potentially this sense that being behind everybody, that comparison, because it fosters just by the nature of feeling behind. Well, behind behind what? Well, of course, if I've got to, you know, if, if the bus leaves at 10.05 and I know that it takes me, you know, 10 minutes to walk from my house to the bus and I don't, and I leave myself with five minutes, either I've got to be really good at running or I am going to be behind. So there are some incidences where you can measure behind as it were you know depending on what it is you're trying to do but when it comes to business building when it comes to comparing where you are against somebody else in the, the scheme of things or how quickly or slowly you've managed to get your lane sorted and the sweet swap between your passion and a marketplace need and the services that are going to be bought by somebody that is not a linear approach as we know. And so I just wanted to touch around the communication side of this because I think what's being communicated, what are you communicating to yourself? What are, have what others innocently communicated to you? My mum didn't really mean to set my whole life up for some level of slave driving urgency. That wasn't the intention. But I think what was coming in there was that kind of parental push or that that feeling that you want your kids or your family or your wife or your husband or what, your daughter or whatever to succeed. And there's this nature of pushing behind it, trying to make it happen before it's really ready to actually or to, to happen. You know, take the cake out of the oven before it's really ready and all you've got is a soggy mess. But that's that's what can happen. And psychologically, I think that can make, it can just set people up for, for everything from buying the wrong thing, from doing the wrong thing, from just not even seeing the opportunities that lie close at hand that they could be taking with a little bit of a slower approach. I mean, it's really taken me a long time to stop that level of urgency or to, to feel that when I notice that in myself, I notice that as a massive red flag that I'm I'm trying to create something because I'm feeling behind. A long bit of a long it's, thing, but I wondered what that, you know, Yeah, I know it's an interesting one because... It's uh, the feeling of being behind. It almost like it feels to me as every person, like it kind of triggers your stuff, right? Because the very same sense of feeling behind, for me, it's not in that space of driving. It's in the like, oh, I don't want to disappoint anyone, you know? So, and that's the like, yeah, you know, if I, if I look at my backstory and, you know, where I'm like, yeah, you better be good girl because you can't trust that they'll be there for you. You know, so this sense of disappointing somebody is like the worst thing that can happen, you know. So, yes, you bend over backwards and feeling behind and not up to what you think you should be up to kind of triggers that like it, it makes you feel unsafe for that so and whatever is if you're listening like whatever you know yours might go in a different direction altogether right but I think what what we can see here is that at the end of the day you're behind maybe maybe behind on the bus and you're really going to miss the bus or you're behind uh on a on a deadline that you agree to and it's something on the outside quite often 
well, definitely my sewing business, the deadlines were like self-inflicted, you know, so I was behind a deadline that I had suggested. <laughs> Why? Because I wanted to say something that I thought for sure that would make them happy. So um, it doesn't really matter what you're behind and whether the behind is real or imagined. I think it is a good one to remind you of, yeah, yeah, that's going to trigger your stuff, you know, and treat it like that, you know, and don't treat it like a prediction of, of business success. I love that. So we've got another podcast coming up around people pleasing. So go and find and tune into that. So a little reflection for you to notice around what's happening for you when all you feel is behind. So until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.